You have reached Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey, a ministry and podcast of the Discover Young Adults Ministry at the Preston Crest Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. We meet at 945 on Sunday mornings, and we have small groups all throughout the week. We are located at Preston Road and Highway 635 in North Dallas. My name is Jacob Hawk. I'm the Young Adults Minister and the host of this podcast. It doesn't matter if you are single, dating, if you want to be dating, if you're married, if you want to be married, or if you're divorced, or if you're trying to figure out at what stage of life you are passing through. At the Discover Young Adults Ministry, we want to help you discover life, discover love, and discover the Lord. If I can help you or serve you in any way, or if I can pray for you, please email me at jacob at pressandcrest.org. Well, I want to welcome you back again today to Road Talk, Navigating Your Journey. We are in the second lesson now of five lessons over confusing Bible conversations. We started this new series last week in the previous episode. If you did not hear the episode on the man of lawlessness, I'd invite you to go back and listen to that episode. And as always, subscribe to the podcast if you have not done so already. And please share it with friends and family members so more people can know about this ministry. But today we're going to be talking about another confusing Bible conversation. It's very similar to the question of who is the man of lawlessness, but this question is, who is the Antichrist? Is it the same person, or is it someone else? When you think about the five W's in journalism that strive to answer all of the questions, what are those five W's? Who, what, when, where, and why. If you want to cover an issue or a story, who, what, when, where, and why usually covers the basis. Well, we can use the five W's to help us understand what the Bible says about the Antichrist as well. And so that's what we're going to do in today's episode. John is the only biblical writer to discuss the subject, and he does so in 1 John chapter 2, verses 18 through 22. And here is what John writes. Dear children, this is the last hour, and as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrist have come. This is how we know it is the last hour. They went out from us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us. But their going showed that none of them belonged to us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it, and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. So let's begin with the who and the what. John asks the question in verse 22, Who is the liar? And he answers it. It is the man who denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a man is the Antichrist. He denies the Father and the Son. By biblical definition, anyone who claims that Jesus is not the Christ, the Son of God, is the Antichrist. Antichrist. 
That makes perfect sense. We use that type of terminology in other matters of life. If you purchase antifreeze for your car during the winter, why is it called antifreeze? To keep the liquids from freezing in your car. (laughs) Within the history of Churches of Christ, we have had some in our fellowship that are called the anti-group. Some of them are anti-Bible class, anti-kitchen. Some of them are against supporting children's homes and missionaries out of the church budget. Well, if a church is anti-Bible class, what does that mean? Uh, They don't want to separate into different Bible classes. They want to have just one gathering. It's not too hard to figure out what they mean by anti. Well, antichrist is no different. By biblical definition, anyone who claims that Jesus is not the Christ is the antichrist. Which means there's not just one antichrist. In fact, John says in verse 18, As you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many many Antichrists have come. Unlike the man of lawlessness, there are several Antichrists, because there are several who claim that Jesus is not the Christ. In John's day, his most immediate context would have been the Gnostics. The Gnostics were a group of pagan scholars who claimed that there was no way that Jesus could be the Son of God because Jesus took on flesh. In the Gnostics' way of thinking, anything that was physical in nature, flesh that you could touch, was evil. Anything which was spiritual was good. So they would ask the question, how could a good God of spirit agree to become a human being and take on physical flesh, because in doing so, he would become evil. And that's exactly why in his gospel, John would make the statement in John chapter 1, verse 14, that the word, Jesus, became flesh and made his dwelling among us. In their own way, the Gnostics were the Antichrist because they were denying that Jesus was the Christ, the Son of God. But denying Jesus as the Christ extends well beyond the Gnostics. That's the who and the what. Let's talk about the when. John uses the term, the last hour. Verse 18, Dear children, this is the last hour. And as you have heard that the Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have come. Biblically speaking, the last hour is the period of time between the ascension of Jesus in Acts chapter 1 and the return of Christ, whenever that will be. We are still in the last hour. And John says that since this is the last hour, the Antichrist is coming, and even now many Antichrists have come. Are there Antichrists today? Are there people who claim that Jesus is not the Christ, the Son of God? Of course there are. Let's talk about the where. Verse 19, John says, They went out from among us, but they did not really belong to us. For if they had belonged to us, they would have remained with us, but their going showed that none of them belonged to us. At one time, these individuals were part of this spiritual community, but they left on their own. 
They were not disfellowshipped. They were not asked to leave. They left on their own accord. It's the same wording that we find about Judas, John chapter 13, verse 30, when John writes, as soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out. That's at the Last Supper. He left. Although these individuals were physically among the spiritual community, they were not committed. John says they did not really belong to us. So that's the who and the what, the when and the where. That leaves us with just one more, and that's why. Why did they do what they did? Why were they antichrist? Very simple. Selfishness, arrogance, and pride. They had been with this spiritual community before, but they were not satisfied. And when people depart from the truth, they so often try to draw other followers after them. So in summary, the Antichrist is anyone who denies that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. There's not just one Antichrist. And as Christians, we can be protected from the Antichrist influence. In fact, John says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth. How do we have an anointing? Well, Paul answered that question, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 21 and 22. Paul says he anointed us, he set his seal of ownership on us, and he put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. As baptized believers with the Holy Spirit living in us, we are protected. Just like with the man of lawlessness that we discussed last week, if we are in Christ, we always win. As always, I encourage you to keep your eyes on heaven. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us today, and I can't wait to talk with you.